Hi, welcome to That Reminds Me Of, a podcast about film and the films that remind us of that film. You're here with Baron and the Doc. And the Maestro. Do we need another drink? Yes, we do. Yeah. Hi, Baron. Doc, how are you? Very good. Welcome to the library. Yeah, this is beautiful. This is our first time here. Well, not really. No, this no. is your first. This is my first time here. Our first ever episode was in the library, but that was an audio-only episode. Episode one. Episode one. Of That Reminds Me Of, all the way back in 2020, was it? Yeah, it was some, so. something like yeah, that. Yeah, because it was just before COVID hit. It was, um, but That's we weren't crazy. on the YouTubes, so you couldn't no. see the library, but we were recording from the library. You bet. Well, we have just been to Palace Cinema's uh, Como. Como Palace Cinemas? <laughs> Palace Cinema Como. Como. Is that, is that how you say it? <laughs> well, Palace Cinemas. And don't we love Palace Cinemas, but oh, we, we haven't do. been to the Como no. before. No. We were there to see the Italian Film Festival opening media screening something, because the festival's going to start soon, but it hasn't yet. But I am so excited about the St. Ali Italian Film Festival. Yeah, we are. There's the program. We are excited and we've seen one film and what was it? The Eight Mountains. It was a great film, but like the highlight for me was probably the Choc Tops. Oh, yeah. So I think we've had a number of Palace Cinema Choc Tops and they're all good yeah. from different places. But I got to say, this one was next level. We both got boysenberry. Yeah, we did. Let's just start with the shape of it. It was just generous, overflowing. It was bulbous, like there were it just was bulbous. There were sections coming off of it, you know, and then yeah. it was just covered in the thickest layer of chocolate. It was great. It was great, and the chocolate kind of went down the cone on the edges as well. What did it remind you of? <sighs> what did it remind me of? You know, when you're a kid and <laughs> and you you get given a pe- like a candy that's just yeah, you just weren't expecting how good it's going to be, or you get a box of nerds and you open them and you pull them out and one comes out and it's huge, just like a giant mutated nerd. What, a bulbous nerd. A bulbous nerd. Yeah. It, that's, that's what it was like. Well, look, it also reminded me <laughs> that we didn't have the maestro there with us. Oh, and yeah. this is the Italian Film Festival. This is the maestro's home turf. Um, but he's, he's off overseas, so we had to do it without him. So let's stumble through ourselves. Mm. And the movie we saw is called... The Eight Mountains. The Eight Mountains. And it is, if I refer to, yes, my, please. to my program. To the um, program. And apologies for pronunciation, I think. On oh, this, we're going to butcher the hell out of it. If the maestro <laughs> we, were here, we'd be in safe hands. Oh my, no, we wouldn't be, because the directors are Felix uh, <laughs> Van uh, Groning, Groningen and Charlotte Vandermisch. The, the least Italian names you can have. Yeah, they're, they're um, from Belgium. So, but it is an Italian film. Yes. Um, an Italian cast, I believe, who are all great. I'm not going to try the names. One of the writers is Paolo Cognetti. Ah, there you go. So That's there, a is bit... a, there is one Italian in there. Just thought I'd throw that little factoid in for no, you. No, it's a good factoid. Yeah. Did you enjoy the film, Baron? Yes, it is a very long film. It was. Heads up for people. Um, it can be a little bit slow at times, but I actually thought it was a beautiful film. Beautiful is the right word. I yeah. think I'd, I'd stand by that adjective. Yeah. It's beautifully filmed. It is four by three. You know how I feel about that. Yes. But it is some of the most cinematic four by three I've seen. Mm. Maybe ever. Uh, and I wasn't sort of uh, 
thinking about it being four by three. You nudged me at the start. It's four by three. I and I walked out. Yeah, I, I, I was scared that you were going to walk out. Uh, but it, it, it never proclaimed itself, hey, how does, how does my four by three-ness move you as an audience? It didn't say that. It was just, it just happened to be four by three. I agree. It wasn't a pretentious four by three. It, it actually felt like the Italian filmmaker who's actually from D- Denmark, was it? Uh, Belgium. Belgium. Picked up... Uh, a, a camera that just happened to be four by three and just filmed this film. Like it mm. felt natural to the, to the setting and to what the film was. Yeah. Mm. I'm not sure whether to say it was beautifully shot, which I think it was, it was, or it was just beautiful scenery, which it was. Yes. Well, that does help. Yeah. That does help. Not a lot of actual lighting in this film. It's, it's all natural scenery. Mm. It seems like a lot of the lighting is practical lights. Uh, it's yeah, it's that alone makes it a pleasure to watch. Yeah. Where do we start here? Should we start with Reminds Me Of's and, and then just explore the film through those? Yes. Yes, let's do that. And, and bear in mind, we've, we've just exited the film. Mm-hmm. Um, we've just polished off our Maccas. <laughs> um, so we, this is all fresh, so it's unrehearsed. Yeah. Uh, but do you want to kick off? Also, bear in mind, I had two Negronis while I was there because they were offering Negronis at the screening. So I had one Negroni. <laughs> okay. One red wine, <laughs> a vodka Red Bull before I left, and now I'm on my vodka and raspberry cordial. So as n- vodka and raspberry cordial, <laughs> so as Damn. to be able to sleep because it's right. quite late. <laughs> Great. Great. Jeez, it all sounded okay until that. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Do you want to start with a uh, reminds me of to? Okay, off? I'll go. I'll go. Yeah. I'm going to mention Charles Dickens. Um, and I don't know how to... <laughs> wait, wait, wait. We need, to, we need to give a synopsis of this film. Oh, I'm so sorry. So can you read from the program? Because I just, you know, we were going along at a clip here and I just realised nobody knows what we're talking about. So... Yeah. I think we might edit that out, actually. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So could you ask me to do a synopsis again? Doc, can you give us the synopsis of The Eight Mountains, please? Absolutely, Baron, I can. I'll refer to the program and it says, Pietro is a boy from the city. Bruno is the last child of a forgotten mountain village. The two meet one summer in a small village in northwestern Italy, and in their adventures together, they roam far and wide. Okay. That's sound. Yeah. A forgotten something village? What was it? A forgotten mountain village. Yeah, Bruno is the last child of a forgotten mountain village. This really is a film about friendship. Mm, it is. And it's that brand of film that we're seeing a little bit now where it's, you know, two men mm. who have a very close, intimate relationship that is actually non-physical. They're just mates. And that's that's what it's about. We, I, I feel that we've done a few of those. Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And the podcast is exactly that as well. You know, two mates. That's right. We that This has come up. So I really think this is, a, this is in the zeitgeist at the moment. Yeah. At least in the... In the festival indie circles, mm. we are seeing a lot of these stories about about men being mates. I think they're not ma- they're not in relationships; they're just mates. But men are redefining themselves. They are, I or at least the arty men are, and yes. the the tradies are probably you know a couple of years away. <laughs> <laughs> they're still watching Marvel films. Correct. But that's that's what that's all I can take from it because there's yeah. there's a lot of these films. Well, I'm going to kick off with what it reminded me of. Please. And that's, I can't pronounce the word, but there's a, a genre of novel 
that's called, I think it's pronounced the Buildings Roman. Okay. Yeah, whatever. But it it is, it means um, when you've got a, a story that starts from childhood and goes all the way to adulthood, so follows a character's arc. And the, the best example of that is Great Expectations. What a story. By Charles Dickens. What does the Buildings Roman mean? I don't know what it means. Okay. But it, like it stands for okay you know, what i said like the the arc of a whole life and i think that's what we get in this film we get totally. the, yeah. the two the main characters who who meet as kids and then we see their life just in almost in full or at least until you know um they're our age <laughs> yeah yeah you're right yeah and you see them go one thing that's interesting is you see a real reversal of strength and weakness Yes. Which is just good storytelling. Yeah. You know, whoever's the strongest character at the start of the film at some has to become the weakest by the end of the film. That's all almost all the way always the way it goes. And whoever was the mm. weakest is suddenly finds himself being the one that's the strongest in that in that situation. And you totally get that here. It's sort of done with this sense of losing oneself and finding oneself. I, that seems to be a theme to me. Yeah, yeah. They they, uh, they lose themselves and find themselves at different moments and mm. one is the more powerful one's the the shoulder to cry on and and that and that changes through and you've kind of stolen my next reminds me of which oh. is on the shelf behind you but we'll get to that in a sec okay great this film like you've just said is about boys who grow to be men mm. and there's also a real sense of being trapped in in a place like that place yeah. kind of defines who you are and um, so Goodwill Hunting came to my mind. In fact, as I was watching the film, I kept thinking, how many films do I know where the boys become men? And there's, there's, there's loads of them, mm. but I just couldn't find that perfect example for this. I know there's got to be a good one out there. I'll think of it yeah. like tomorrow. I'm sure. As will I. Yeah. But um, Goodwill Hunting, partly because of the boys to men thing, not the band, but um, also because, uh, you know, that has a real sense of like working class men trying to break out of mm. like the expectations of what that is yeah and that's in this film as well the great expectations may, may you say yes exactly the roman buildings yes roman buildings <laughs> they do build a house in this as well they do together wow yeah okay well my next one is on the shelf above you yeah do i have to find it no actually no i've <laughs> taken already, it down you already i've taken it down. it down already okay great Okay, it's Martin Amos's success, and that is the relationship of two, I think they're stepbrothers. One starts off as the poor guy who's got nothing and is a loser, and the other one is completely, you know, successful, hence the name success. Yeah. And that changes throughout the novel so that, you know, the power dynamic between them just completely shifts and Perfect. shifts up and down. Uh, so I was reminded very much of that. It's completely different style. This is a comedy, uh, and it's a novel. Um, but the just just watching how how life goes, how you know, we all see that 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 one one day someone's got all the power, and the next day you're sort of the one comforting them. That that's the the beauty of when you're looking at this building's Roman or whatever it's called. Yeah, you're looking at a whole life, and you you do get to see how lives change through the journey i don't know whose personal story this is out of the, mm. the the two directors or 
and writers, I think. And then there's the third one as well. He's the Italian fellow. Pietro, the Italian. Yeah, one. exactly. Yeah. But like, it, it definitely feels like this is someone's personal story. Mm. It, it feels like a meditation on their musings about their life. And, yeah. and you know, obviously um, they're connected their connection to a place like the mountain town. And I find it interesting that you can still, in this world of like all of the, the big tentpole Hollywood films, that there is still room for these sorts of really ultra personal films. And mm. you, But you have to go to the festivals to see them. Yeah, you do. And I think we need to focus more on the festivals because mm. like, that's where the real storytelling happens rather than the paint-by-numbers approach to some of the big Hollywood yeah, absolutely. blockbusters, yeah? Absolutely. Like, this film this film wouldn't exist on a broad theatrical release. Like, you just, just wouldn't... You couldn't... No. It was too long. Yeah, it is It is too long Yeah, um, for modern attention spans. You find yourself butting up against that length, don't you? And you, and you think, this is going on too long. And, mm. and because we've been conditioned to think that, oh, a good horror movie is 80 minutes. Yeah. And at 90 minutes, you start to look at your watch. But this is a different type of film. And you, we need to get used to to watching and enjoying, you know, different styles. I wonder if that's what the 4x3 is. I wonder if that's the the, the uh, filmmaker saying right up front, it's 4x3, <laughs> get ready. It's going to be long and a bit slow hmm. and a little navel-gazy. But yeah. it's four by three. You know what you're getting into. Like walk away now if you don't like it. I'm not sure it needed to be four by three. <laughs> if I'm True. like I'm normally standing up for four by three, and you're you know throwing tomatoes at it. True. In this one, I, I really love the film. Yeah. But I don't know that four by three meant anything. Like would it not with those vistas of mountains and everything? Wouldn't that have looked yeah better in sixteen nine? Yes. Or whatever yes. you call it cinemascope or whatever yeah, they call totally. it these days. Yeah, at least 16.9. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I I agree. I agree. But I think maybe, what I guess my point is, maybe it's signposting the kind of film mm. it is. Maybe. Yeah, good point. I have another one for you. Yes. Jeremiah Johnson. Yes. Have we ever talked about Jeremiah Johnson in the you, podcast? I reckon you might have, mm. and I reckon I might have just looked at you blankly and let you continue. So it's one of my favorite films from when I was younger, um, because it's about Robert Redford going into the mountains to be a mountain man. Ah, uh, I think we talked about it off camera. We talked about it off camera. Yeah. The the guy who was the one child in the village, mm. who was the sort of less educated village guy. Yeah. Um, he he grows to become a mountain man in in many ways, and he talks about it how the mountains who he is and yeah, yeah. and it's a part of him and. And that's where he wants to die and all that sort of stuff. And the scenery, the beautiful mountains, the snow, and just that cabin w that they build, which, mm. you know, they the guy winters in. And like all of that reminded me of Jeremiah Johnson. That's a good one. And I think I've been meaning to watch that since you mentioned it. But mm. it, it sounds like a perfect little, you know, metaphor for this film. Yeah, even just the soundtrack of the wild and mm. the wind and that particular sound you get in the mountains where it's just snow and mountains everywhere and big open skies it's got its own sort of soundscape i was thinking about the soundscape halfway through mm. and what i was thinking of was the fact that i hadn't thought about the soundscape up right. to, like normally i would be considering oh it's a good you know sound design blah blah yeah. blah but i hadn't considered it and then i halfway through i thought oh what what are they doing to us it was very natural in fact i can't recall any music in the film there might have been but i can't recall it 
No, it just felt like you were up in those mountains yep. with them, with just, you know, the, the wind and the clouds and the, yep. you know, and the male bonding. I think this is a film that, um, you know, is one of the standouts of the Italian Film Festival. Mm. It looked like there were going to be a lot of great films in it. They did a little kind of program reveal at yeah. the start. Um, so, like, you know, while we're, we're saying this is a bit long, I, I think if you're if you're someone that's sort of into a film that has a really personal kind of you're getting a sense that you're getting a really personal tale from the filmmaker, then mm. this is a good one. Did you get any Brokeback Mountain vibes? Oh, uh, yes. Mm. In fact, for about the first twenty minutes of the film, I was pretty certain that's where we were heading. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, for the well, more than the first twenty minutes, because I reckon. In around the third act, when no, we were looking right. at the the um, the main protagonist and his kind of late teenage to early twenties years, he looked like he was just the sort of guy that was in love with his mate. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, it's true. Um, particularly particularly the scenes where they were uh, making, they were building the house together, and they were sort of swimming yeah. in the swimming in the lake together, and in their in their jocks and stuff. I was like, yeah, this is very likely going this way but it never did no there was a lot of Brokeback Mountain longing mm. in there in the middle um, yeah however it never it never eventuates and in fact they're just two hetero dudes who just think they're great guys which made it I think that complexity in in 2023 yeah <laughs> uh, it's kind of cool like yeah. it, it it just added added some layers to the to the relationship and I don't know. Just, just made it more interesting. Yeah. Do you have any others? No, I thought I thought two was good. What about you? Uh, I'll give one more while I'm while I'm at it. Great. I think that'll mean four. So that's I've incredible. Four ordinary ones versus two good ones. But <laughs> I think it's up here somewhere. While Some we're in the library. My last one because I've been I'm in the library and I've done a lot of novels. Yeah. Is uh, Herman Melville's Moby Dick. Uh, I think at one stage this is referenced. Mm. in the novel i think it you see the the pages and it says moby dick yeah so moby dick is pretty famous for being a bit homoerotic really in the early stages so not just not just the title but um <laughs> but the uh two of the mainish characters um kind of have a very just a friendship really but they shack up together they're they're sort of cuddling each other a bit, this sort of stuff. Sure. So it's it blurs the line. So I think that was probably intentional mm. and and probably speaking to the, you know... A bit like a poster on the wall. It's a, that same vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So certainly that's... It's just an adjunct to the Brokeback Mountain vibe. I think they're, they're meant to make you think about the different versions of a male-male male relationship and... And not really come to any conclusions, just to to see that there's a spectrum there and to embrace that. That's great. I can I can add on to that because you know you in in Moby Dick you have that relentless drive towards mm. an objective, yeah. Whether it be to catch a whale or to you know claim this mountain life that's actually really difficult to to live. Wasn't that cool? The analogy and this is where the eight mountains comes in mm. one of the characters is, has strived for and achieved the the mountaintop yeah 
Um, but just that one thing, he's just got to the mountaintop and that's all he's done. Yeah. Whereas the other one has, you know, canvassed the eight mountains, like the world. Mm. And he's been here and there and had experience. And the, the underlying question is, which is the better? Which is yeah. the more fulfilling? Yeah. And like, I think that's something we can all ponder. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Are you winding me up? Good. I think we should wind this up. Um, I think we might go to see some more films at the Italian Film Festival. I don't want to promise it. It might happen. Oh, no. We'll definitely we see, see okay, more good. films. Good. We definitely encourage everyone out there to go to the Palace Cinemas Italian Film Festival. We're hoping to get them to sponsor us one day. <laughs> That's what we're really trying to do. But get out there. Get a chock top. Get a glass of wine. Oh, yeah. If you go to the Como, get a chock top. You may even see us there. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Cheers, Doug. Spam,